Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, it's Scott. Before we get to today's Browns Training Camp podcast, I wanted to remind you about Football Insider. Now, it's really a great way to get in-depth coverage of the Browns during what I think everybody expects to be a really big season. A subscription gives you texts sent right to your phone from me, Dan, Mary Kay, and Ellis with updates and breaking news about the Browns, not just in training camp, but throughout the season. The subscription also gives you access to all that exclusive content you see on cleveland.com. A lot of it's free, but quite a bit requires a Football Insider subscription to access it. You also get our daily newsletter, which includes content that only subscribers get. So go to cleveland.com slash browns, click on the blue banner at the top of the page, and get signed up. All right, let's get to it. Here's today's Orange or Brown Talk podcast from Browns Training Camp. Right, day three of Brown's training camp is in the books. Let's get right to it. Dan Lobby, Scott Pasco, Ellis Williams, Mary Kate Cabot, and away we go. Let's just start with Baker Mayfield because today was an interesting day for him. A little off, I thought, early. Um, now, I wasn't out there at the beginning of practice. I'm still in the media trailer working on something, but what I did see after I got out there seemed a little bit off. Um, but then kind of got going a little bit late in practice. Is that a fair way to kind of assess things, Scott? Uh, I think off in terms of like hitting deep balls, and not all of them were thrown by Baker, but that's what was noticeable. They, I think we talked about this on the field, they kind of, they knew the fans were there. They weren't throwing the same intermediate short routes they were the last couple days, and I think that was noticeable. So, yeah, but then, like you said, I think he did, you know, there were some of those deep crosses that he did. Um, it was always fine with the short routes, but there were, Today was the first time where we saw multiple celebrations or near celebrations by the defense because either knocked something down or almost picked it off. So, you know, make of that what you will. Yeah, and the Browns receivers were really testing the corners, which gave Baker Mayfield a chance to throw it up there and see what could happen. And, and I think it's important to remember in training camp, it's about keeping people healthy, right? So Baker's not going to put the ball somewhere where it's like a huge contested 50-50 thing probably, especially without pads. Um, when it comes to the inaccuracies, I remember one he was trying to find, I think it was Harrison Bryant on like a little angle and wasn't even close. It was Hooper or Bryant, one of the two. And then the pick six, which you mentioned, and that's, that stuff happens out here. And, you know, I remember it being a theme from a year ago and you guys probably say it every year, the defense just on days where it's about the energy, the defense seems to have a little bit of advantage. Yeah. Mary Kay, what did you think of Baker today? Well, I, I did think that he was ragged early on, and I was kind of surprised because uh, I know that, you know, he, he really did start off really well in the first couple of days, looked super sharp. And, uh, and again, he was fine in some of the um, 
and and some of the the shorter routes you know to kareem hunt and stuff like that i saw some good stuff there but even in the first 11 on 11 period there was a deep incompletion uh to to alexander hollands there was a a deep incompletion to Kaderil hodge uh, one w- went off of uh, Anthony Schwartz fingertips and then you get into the seven in- on sevens and it was kind of more of the same. It almost seemed like he was a little hyped up. Maybe he was hyped up with the fans there today because uh, the ball was sailing on him a little bit. It was getting away from him. Uh, but then he, I think, I thought he pulled it together and he did have that one tipped pass that, that uh, Elijah Lee uh, picked it off and took it back. But yeah, it, it wasn't his best day. But, I mean, that's to be expected. We always see days like this, and then they come back the next day, and, uh, and they're amazing. So nothing to worry too much about. I, th- I think that's the key point in all of this. We kind of, you know, look, we do a podcast off practice every day. We do videos. We do stories. But this is a process, right? I mean, what we saw from Baker Mayfield today doesn't – or, you know, the first two days when he looked really sharp doesn't necessarily mean that's what we're going to see when the games start, when they get to preseason games. This is all sort of building towards – September 12th and beyond. Yeah, that's exactly it. And when it's the first preseason game, the second, and when it's being, when now that it's four, I honestly don't know if the third one is now the most important one. I guess we'll figure that out unless you guys know. Um, some one play I'm looking at my notes now that I do want to shout out Baker on. Um, I'll be writing about the corners later. It, Troy Hill kind of got caught in a high low and Donovan Peoples-Jones is lined up at number two. Is during Skelly? And Baker just had a beautiful little sail route in the soft spot there. Saw Troy Hill kind of have his eyes peeking in the backfield. And it was a great ball right on the money. So, you know, those long balls are the ones that stand out. But And he had a little angle route to Kareem Hunt prior to that. Baker's going to be accurate on those short intermediates. Uh, this team just keeps looking for the long ball. And that remains to be seen. Okay. Let's, uh, let's talk about the the, uh, the DBs. Ellis, I know you watch them closely. And we heard from Denzel Ward today. Uh, you know, he said that he balked up a little bit. We've, we've talked on this podcast a lot about his durability. This is about four games a year. Uh, you know, I asked him about that too. He didn't really offer much other than, you know, it's, it's part, of, part of the game, I guess. But with Denzel Ward, I mean, what is a reasonable expectation for him in this secondary? You know, he's in a defense for the second year in a row, really, for the first time in his career. I think they're, they're really counting on him a lot because he's either going to have Greedy Williams coming back from injury on one side or Greg Newsom, a rookie, uh, starting over there. So there's going to be a lot of pressure on him. What do we consider a reasonable expectation for Denzel Ward? I'll be honest, I think a reasonable expectation is him 100% doing his job that Joe Woods asks. And I know that might sound cliche, but let me build upon that. We really don't know yet if this defense is going to be primarily too high, one high, or if it's going to be the type of stuff they asked Denzel to do in Kansas City. Because if he's getting beat by the other team's best targets, whether they're tight ends or receivers in man coverage, then he's obviously not doing what he asked him to do, right? So it's going to be fun to watch this defense build because the way you've seen Barry put this roster together, you'd think they – we've talked about this. You'd think they want to rush for and play coverage, which then could mean more too high, which then doesn't put as much pressure in general on your corners. But at the end of the day, Denzel's got to be the number one guy. So what Joe Woods asks him, he needs to achieve, what, eight times out of ten, nine times out of ten? Yeah, and I think working in his favor is the fact that he's the guy, one guy who – he excels at pretty much everything, right. whether it's man or zone. It's not like some of the other guys on this roster who maybe lean one way or the other as far as what they've had success in before. So, um, 
yeah, I would like, you know, being that number one guy, obviously, is first on that list. That's the expectation and that whatever they end up doing, he's going to kind of lead the way mm -hmm. uh, in the defensive backfield and not be somebody that they need to get up to speed on something or guard against or, you know, whatever the case is. He's just, he's there and he's doing his job, like you said, and you don't have to worry about him. Now, Mary Kay, I know for you, it's been about ball production, right? Yeah, you know, I mean, first of all, I do think it's somewhat significant that he put on a little bit of weight and that he, you know, and that was all muscle that he put on. So uh, I think he's trying to prepare for the season and be ready uh, to make it through 17 games and potentially three or four playoff games. Uh, but the, the one thing that I saw him working on today during a special teams drill, which I thought was good, uh, he was just working on his ball skills, working on his hands. And, and I think that's great because I think it's time for Denzel Ward uh, to add that element to his game a little bit more. It is time for him uh, to, to really get active and involved in the takeaway game, the interception game, and the forced fumble game. But the takeaway game, you know, that's when a defensive back or any defender really, uh, really establishes himself as more of a dominant force on the field is when they make those big impact plays. He's only had seven interceptions so far in his career and three fumble recoveries uh and now you know he's the number four overall pick and uh and i think it's time for him to step it up a little bit in that regard you know they don't throw away from him all the time i mean he's generally you know trying to lock down your your best receiver and he gets a lot of action so uh i i hope that uh, for the browns sake uh that he can add that element into his game and if he does if he can do that uh, then he will start to be a perennial pro bowler. And they're going to be rewarding him with a lot of money on an extension. And I can see that he's working really hard on the details. Yeah, to Mary Kay's point, I asked Denzel today about those details, what he tried to add to his game during the summer. And he made a point about getting out of his, his breaks or making his break out of off coverage. And again, it goes back to being that playmaker. You think of the Kansas City game. Okay, don't get beat that bad. But now, as Mary Kay's saying, let's make the play. And as I'm looking over my notes here during that first session of team, which I thought was the most electric, which makes sense early part of practice fans are here. Yada, yada. Uh, Denzel on a deep over from uh, covering Cordell Hodge, man coverage, passing complete. And then Anthony shorts uh, shortly after cross going the other way incomplete. But again, to Mary Kay's point, there's no play on the ball. Not that he could have, but you get what I'm saying. The incomplete pass. That is the goal. The top corner money is the is the interception i i completely agree oh go ahead scott i was gonna say that the answer maybe he should have given is cover travis kelsey period like that's yeah that's what i worked on this house <laughs> right no that would have been a great answer okay so i'm glad you said that scott because i wanted to go back to that point real quick uh we saw we all saw that play against travis kelsey mm -hmm. and like that is just a mismatch travis kelsey is a mismatch for almost everybody in the league but isn't that also part of why the browns went out and got a guy like john johnson uh, they have a guy like Ronnie Harrison who he left practice today. We don't know the extent of it. We're not going to make the same mistake we made with Greedy Williams a couple days ago. So we're not going to get too far into, into the weeds there. But, you know, isn't that sort of why the Browns also made this investment in the safety room? You bring in a guy like Jeremiah Wusukoromoa. Uh, that's a big ask for a rookie linebacker, I know. But you bring in some of this versatility, these guys that can move and cover different positions so that maybe Denzel Ward doesn't have to cover Travis Kelsey as much. Yeah, Dan, I, I completely agree. And Mary Kay, you've been on this from the start that we can't really judge Denzel completely until he has consistent safety play and guys he gets reps with and trusts, right? 
Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I think the other thing with, with Denzel this year, the reason why he will be able to step up, up his game is because the supporting cast all around him is going to be so much better, not just, uh, not just up front and the things that they'll be able to do to make life easier on the back end, but all at every level of the defense, he will have uh, way better players around him. And as you guys said, I mean, he, he might not have the responsibility of covering a big tight end like that. I mean, I, I, I would imagine that he wouldn't. Um, but not only will, will he have it from the, those levels of the defense, but also uh, at, at cornerback. I mean, he's got, you know, Greg and Greedy and, and better safeties around him. So I, I, think, I think it could be a Pro Bowl year for him. Yeah, the, the key is they did stuff in the middle of the field. You know, yeah. and it doesn't matter who really, I mean, whether it's Hill or, or you know, Grant Delpit or Cuomo, it's, it's, that's not really where you want Denzel Ward. I mean, he does so many good things, but like playing the slot isn't something he's done a ton. And, and he kind of got caught there. And that's kind of where that play happened. It was kind of yeah. in the middle of the field and went one way, went the wrong way. And, you know, you got guys who are used to playing there in that spot and maybe you're better off. Yeah, I mean, who who is even your other starter in that game? I don't, was that a Robert Jackson game? I, think it was, I can't, yeah. I can't remember who they had starting opposite him in there. And that's how thin they got a year ago, and now this whole defense feels retooled. And I, I don't want to forget about you know the Travis Kelsey play is we'll we'll remember for obvious reasons. But you know Tyree Kill climbed over the top of him for a huge reception in that game as well. And you're talking you know five nine Tyree Kill, and I understand. I I call him the best receiver best weapon in football that's the, the one of the hardest asks but as a traditional receiver that really was just fade ball back shoulder over the top whatever you want to call it um and i always go back to the uh, Corlin sutton play two years ago that they got him in denver tracking the ball finding the air mary Kay is exactly right that's got to be where he takes that next step yeah, i i think the tyree kill thing is definitely i mean that's that's fair because that's exactly. what you're going to expect him to do week one and potentially in a divisional game again or a afc championship game whatever he's got to do something to slow down Tyree Kill, especially because Denzel Ward's not slow. He's not Tyree Kill fast, but he's, he's fast. He can keep up with him, especially with a little head start. Let's talk about a guy who I think is having a really good camp. I texted out to our, to our uh, Football Insider subscribers during practice that I thought if you're looking at early winners of camp, I think this guy's name has to come up, and that's Donovan Peoples-Jones. Now, he made a catch today uh, on the sideline. That was a nice catch. He made probably the catch of of camp so far the other day on the, on the first day of camp over MJ Stewart. Donovan Peoples-Jones, this is what you wanted to see, is he kind of pick, picked up where he left off. He's having a very strong camp. And I, I think it's important who kind of grabs that momentum early here for these receivers. Yeah, he has picked up where yeah, he left you, okay. because he, he basically, he's, he's in there in, in Odell's spot. And Odell hasn't been out there in team reps and you know Donovan Peoples-Jones is taking advantage of that. Uh, and you're right, he, and he just has a knack for making catches that you remember, that, that stick in your head. may not be a lot of them, but you're going to remember them. And, and yeah, it, it, everybody who was on that hike train this offseason has to feel good about where he's at right now. Yeah, Richard did not, um, did not do very much today at, or, or anything at all in team drills coming off, of, off that rolled ankle. Uh, so even though Kevin Stefanski said he was going to kind of be out there and give it a whirl, he really didn't do anything in, uh, in team drills or, or do much of anything at all. And Odell really is, is not doing anything in team drills or didn't today. So um, Donovan Peoples-Jones is kind of the it receiver of the, uh, of the first few days of camp. I think he's the, the most talked about one. 
uh, and the one that's catching everyone's eyes. I mean, Kevin Stefanski talked about him today. Andrew Barry talked about him today. He's getting asked about a lot. So, um, he, yeah, he's gaining a lot of momentum right now. Yeah, I, I wrote about the receivers yesterday, and the number one response I got back, not that I get many of them, but <laughs> what a few said back was, oh, what about Donovan Peoples-Jones? And, and that's, I guess, spoiler alert, DPJ's already having a camp that really is going to deserve its own day, its own piece to write about and just study him all day because um, whether it's that first catch on the, on the first day or the intermediate work he's doing, the, the slants, he lined up today against, um, I want to say, Greg Newsom, or it was Troy Hill. Troy Hill makes it sound better because of where I'm going to end with this. He looked huge. He just looked huge. And that's not saying he's slow because the speed's always been there. He's a fascinating prospect, remains that way. And, yeah, I guess we'll, I'll write about him soon. I'll give the people what they want, right? <laughs> or the three of you that said that. I, I think we should talk about Anthony Schwartz, too, if we're talking yeah. about receivers, because, um, you know, we've mentioned in rookie minicamp, he dropped some passes, just going through drills, just going through individual drills. Uh, you know, he didn't practice much during OTAs or minicamp because of the soft tissue stuff. He's off to a really nice start. He's making catches, which I think is the most important thing. That, that was the disaster. If you show up and he's dropping footballs again, that's when you're like, oh, boy, I, I just don't know about this. But I'm trying to think – I. I think he maybe has put one on the ground, but I don't know. Um, he's, he's been making catches, he's making plays. And so really he's another one of those guys that's kind of fighting for time and he's making a good first impression here in this, this first stretch of camp. Yeah, and you see him out there a lot with the first team. You see him like today, I think it was a, it was a route, kind of a crossing route, kind of angled towards the sideline and Baker kind of laid it into him. Uh, maybe it was like a 20 yard gain. Uh, but that was a nice catch and in, in route. And, but you do see him a lot uh, being used in jet sweep, uh, even in a fake situation. So I get a feeling we're going to see that quite a bit, at least some of these preseason games, to get people thinking about it. Um, he had the one big deep pass the other day. So, yeah, I think he's not somebody who it looks like has to really work his way into the rotation. He's firmly in there, and they want to get him as much action as possible, it seems, to – to make sure he's, you know, he has every opportunity to kind of break into this rotation. Yeah, a, a year ago, I noticed JoJo Natson taking teams with the, reps with the first team, and it surprised me. But then you realize why. It's because he's the only guy that they trust or want in that gadget role. So I guess I just walked myself into a Schwartz's replacing Natson in whatever role that is. But I've been on the record saying, like, JoJo Natson would have helped in Kansas City, just someone to be fast. And that's exactly what this young man is. Uh, they're using some sort of like little half orbit and then a return like lob thing that is all over the league. And now they finally have a guy to do that. Uh, so it's exciting. Like Dan said, he is catching the ball. Now he had a little speed out today from the outside that, look, he still got to catch it. And it came from Baker. That's a fast pass, long throw, but still it's got some zip on it. Um, and he's, he's coming into form and we'll, we'll continue to watch because it's fun. Yeah, the one that you guys are talking about, um, that was over Troy Hill. It was a really nice kind of diving low catch that, that he made. And it was from Baker. And, and that's the kind of catch that when we first saw him out there the very first time in, in, rookie, in rookie camp, we were like, whoa. I mean, he was having a hard time catching the ball on air. Uh, but he, he worked through that. He's come a long way since then. Uh, since that time, he's worked at the House of Athlete in Florida with Jarvis Landry. He's worked really, really hard in the offseason. 
I believe that he went to Camp Mayfield. Um, now, I did see him uh, in between drills getting his hamstrings stretched out. So he's got to be very careful about that. When you have someone that has that world-class speed, the last thing that you want uh, is for them to pull up lame with a hamstring that's going to keep them out for any length of time. So he's got to be still a little bit of care, a little bit careful about that. Uh, but I really see the lights coming on with his hands. Yeah, and, and you know, maybe that's just maintenance. Maybe they know that they got to keep him stretched out or, or something like that. So the one thing we know about this, this organization and this staff, they're going to be smart with all of this stuff. So, uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe we show up on Saturday and Schwartz is taking a day off or something uh, just to kind of get through. All right, last call here. Did we miss anything? Mary Kay, is there anything that we missed that you got in your notes that, that we need to cover here? You know what? Let's just, I mean, we should mention it was the first time that fans have been at training camp uh, since 2019. Nobody got to come out and see this last year. And the fans were unbelievably fired up. I mean, you had people dressed up as all different kinds of, you know, characters and, uh, you know, dog stuff and bones and everything that you could possibly think of. Uh, there was one period of time where uh, Miles Garrett came over and he threw a glove into the stands and he got the fans all riled up. Uh, the, the fans were really into it and they could see a lot because they were the stands where they did the 11 on 11s and the key stuff right in front of the fans. And that's good because a lot of times, you know, in the past, it hasn't happened that way. You show up and you're like, you know, a million miles away from the action. So it was, it was pretty close. It was right there. And, it, and they were treated to a, a lot of really good drills. And I think it was a, it was a wonderful first day for the 2000 fans that got to come out and see this practice. Yeah, it, it was electric. And on my way out, a, a fan stopped me and said, hey, I love the show. I believe So I said I'd give him a shout out. I think his name was Sean. And I'm sorry if that's wrong. I don't usually pin corner myself like this. I'm terrible with names. But he yeah, knows who he is. Right, exactly. You had a brown, jer a brown, brown jersey on, some tattoos on your hands, man. Appreciate you listening. And this has been electric. And just we appreciate all y'all coming out here and, and, of course, consuming our work. Sean, leave us a five-star review. Tell us, tell, us, tell us you gave Ellis a shout-out. Leave us a five-star review with it. We'll, uh, we'll appreciate it. And if your name's not Sean, still leave a review, my man. <laughs> yeah. Now. Right. Correct us. Leave a five-star review Please and correct do. us then. Uh, yeah, look, Miles Garrett loves this stuff. Yeah. I mean, he was just pacing up and down the sideline. At one point, he actually went over to shake somebody's hand, and he kind of got escorted back by security. Miles Garrett. Your $125 million defensive end <laughs> right. getting escorted back to the field by security. So he absolutely loves this stuff, and he was just basking in, in all of it. So uh, certainly a guy that it, it's good the Browns have in the fold to, uh, a fan, to be a fan favorite for a long time. Okay, so I think that's everything day three of Browns training camp in the books. Football Insiders, where you can get these texts that I talked about, access to exclusive stories on cleveland.com slash Browns, and a newsletter delivered to your inbox every single day, written by usually one of us. I did today. So if you're not a subscriber already, you missed whatever I wrote in that newsletter. So get subscribed, cleveland.com slash Browns, the blue banner at the top of the page. I will talk to you guys tomorrow.